Welcome to St. Alphonsus Wellcast, the podcast where we explore the many facets of health and well-being. This podcast is brought to you by St. Alphonsus Corporate Health and Well-Being and a generous grant from the St. Alphonsus Foundation. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the St. Alphonsus Wellcast. My name is Kim Cleveland. I'm a family nurse practitioner with St. Alphonsus Corporate Health and Wellbeing Department. And today it's Candy and I. Hello. Talking about finding your purpose. I'm excited. Yeah, this is going to be great. It's going to be a good one. I and think so. Here's a lady behind the scenes now coming forward into <laughs> <I> the <know>. <laughs> spotlight. <laughs> yes, and, and the last recording we did, I had laryngitis. So I'm ready to talk about this. I think this is a great topic, especially this time of year. Yes, I agree. Finding purpose is something that is important for all of us in terms of our well-being and how we feel on a day-to-day basis. And, you know, when I think of purpose, I sort of think of, like, what gets you out of bed in the morning? Yes, absolutely. And it can be a variety of different things. If you think about it, if you have a family, it could be your family is what gets you going. If you have like a really important job or something, that could be like your why of why you're getting, you know, up in the morning and trying to get going and enjoying life. Yeah, I think of um, a lot about transitions with purpose, too, mm. and how um, many of us feel at times in our life, like we've sort of lost our sense of purpose. Yes. And that could be, you know, as many people know, I have little kids at home (laughs) and all that. And I feel like there are certain transition points in life where your sense of purpose changes. And that's not always a bad thing or a good thing. It just is, is what it is, right? Yeah. It's just a different season. Yeah. And so what I really think, um, you know, there are definitely people that are listening that have a sense of purpose already, or maybe they already know what their sense of purpose is and have discovered that. But I think this is a great episode for people who are maybe in a transitional phase. Maybe it's a new job or new family members or a new um, location where they're living, or maybe just entering into retirement or preparing for that. Empty nesting, all those things I think are really important times for us to look at our sense of purpose and maybe reevaluate that. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So I'm really hoping that you have some helpful tips for us <laughs> in regard to how to find our purpose when we feel like maybe we've sort of lost it or are looking to rejuvenate ourselves. Right. Well, it's interesting because I did do a little um, snippet video talking about finding your purpose. And some of the tips that I found were related to kind of looking at things that you're maybe passionate about or maybe turning something like, for instance, if you had some type of um, tragedy or if you're going through um, some type of health issue or something like that, sometimes those things can actually be turned into a purpose. So you know how there's always like 5Ks you know, in honor of something Mm -hmm. or whatnot. Sometimes, you know, if you're trying to just feel connected, finding purpose, you can find that through um, community and finding it through things like awareness campaigns that you could share or, you know, if you've, um, like, for instance, the Susan B. Komen you know, Mm -hmm. Race for the Cure, Um, you can get involved in that. Volunteerism. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're feeling like, especially for those people that are getting into retirement age, Mm 
um, it was really suggested that you look for opportunities to potentially volunteer or to use the knowledge and experience that you've gained throughout your life to kind of give back, mm-hmm. you know, so those are, those are some options, but again, just kind of looking in and seeing if there's anything that you're passionate about that, you know, if you love to cook, you know, maybe there's an opportunity for you to, um, seek out, um, people that might be someone that just had a new baby mm-hmm, and, you know, mm-hmm. needs some meals, mm-hmm. um, you know, and if that's kind of like your, your gift, mm-hmm. you know, find find something to use your gifts and talents for. Yeah, I really like what you were saying about taking hardship and struggle and turning yeah. that into a purpose. I think many of us, when we're in the middle of hardship and struggle, don't always see that light <laughs> at the end of the tunnel and how we'll be able to repurpose some of our own um, struggle into something inspiring for somebody else right. or, or giving us something that we can give back or some sort of altruism with that. But I think that's a really great point. Yeah. Um, I love the idea of people, you know, getting involved in some of these campaigns and awareness, um, maybe fundraising and things in order to, to take something that you've struggled with and be able to give back to help other people who are going through that struggle. I think that's a right. really really great way to find your sense of purpose. Um, For people who aren't sure what they like, what would you recommend for people who have no idea what their sense of purpose could be about or sitting there thinking, I don't know what my struggle was that I want to think about? Like, how can we start? Where can we, where can we start? I think really going and actually just taking some time to write down, like write down the things that bring you joy in life, people that you are close with. Um, Sometimes it may feel like we don't have anything to offer, and that's where you can really lean into community. So your friends that you have, um, asking them sometimes, like, hey, um, what do you think that I'm good at? Or what do you see um, as my purpose, because sometimes we can't see it for ourselves, but getting that like outside opinion of a close friend or a close family member who's like, you know what, Kim, you have a real gift of just making people feel really good. Like, oh. yeah, and she does. I'm not just making that up. She really does. Um, and just being able to like break um, big concepts down. I mean, as a nurse practitioner, I'm using you. I'm using you as an example here. But like as a nurse practitioner, you're having people come to you that, you know, are asking questions about their health and things. And you do a wonderful job of breaking that down for people in a way that they can understand it. And things don't feel so scary. So, I mean, you're working in this career, obviously, but if you had stepped aside from it and you still have that, you know, it's like, well, how can I utilize that? How can I be helpful, you know, to people around me? Is that to my friends um, who can reach out to me if they have questions about mm-hmm. how things is it? Do I want to write a blog? Do I want to start a Facebook group and answer questions? Do I want to do a podcast and share? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> There's other ways that you can find those things. But I think journaling and really trying to do some introspection, I guess, Mm -hmm. looking at yourself and like, um, and then again, reaching out and just asking people around you. I love that. I think that's so great because I think so much too, we focus a lot on the things about ourselves that we wish were different Yes, and that we want to fix 
or that we think we need to have some sort of intervention for. But I love the idea of asking those around you what your strengths are Mm -hmm. and then looking inside to what you think your strengths are. It's a much more positive way of looking at yourself. And I think you can do a lot of good when you have more clarity about that. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. really great. Um, And once you find what you're good at or what other people think you're good at, um, what do you think like the next step would be in figuring out your your purpose with that? Right. Well, again, that's going to go back to some reflection. It's like, okay, I'm, and I'll use myself for an example. I'm really good at organizing. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> like I love organizing. And so I've had a few friends, a few coworkers who have, um, you know, been struggling in that area and wanted some help. And so by understanding that that is something that I'm good at and something that I enjoy doing, then I kind of just sought like, oh, do you need do you need help with organization or or with your pantry? I think kind of that's when you kind of have to be in the driver's seat a little bit. Yes. And you know, just okay, I I know this is what I'm good at and then seek those things out. Um, seek close, you know, look close, look to your inner circle and then, you know, moving out. How can I share this in my community if I feel comfortable with doing that? Or, you know, if I'm more one-on-one, then, you know, look for that. But there are opportunities, but this is where you're going to have to kind of just look and see, you know, where can I utilize the strength in a way that will give me energy um, you know, not bring me down. All of mm-hmm. us, you know, well, not all of us, but most of us are, you know, working and might have families. Mm-hmm. We still want to dedicate time for ourselves mm-hmm. and to make sure that if we, if we're not getting our full fulfillment of purpose, you know, inside our work and our our work life or family life, that we do, you know, seek out. Okay, how can I? Even if it's even if it's something small. Um, but just putting in that work and trying to figure out, okay, how can I utilize this in a way that fits into my busy schedule and still gives me energy and joy and something to look forward to in the morning? Yeah, I think that's really great. I think, you know, many of us feel like we couldn't add another task to our day. (laughs) I think, though, that there is a point of putting yourself, like you said, in that driver's seat Right. And then almost marketing that to in the way that you want to market it. You know, if it's something that you want to just work with that inner circle with, for example, with your organizing, if you reached out right. to three or four friends and were like, hey, I'm really getting into this for my own house. Let me know if any of you need help with yours. I'd love to help or something right. like that. Like, I think kind of starting small in that way or if you wanted to, you know, make it bigger, you could always reach out to your, you know, social network, whether that's on social media, which is a really great tool in situations like this. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or in in any other way you can think about it and just using those ways to reach out to people or to advertise your interest. Right. Um, And then also recognizing that sometimes we feel overwhelmed or like we have a lot of tasks on hand when those tasks are not fulfilling or giving us purpose. Where sometimes if you were to add a task that gives you a sense of purpose, it may actually leave you feeling more energized instead of feeling depleted from a never-ending to-do list. 
Absolutely. You can take it at your own pace. It doesn't, for everyone, it might not look like I have something that I feel real purposeful and get really, you know, a lot of joy and energy from every single day. Mm -hmm. It could be that something that you look forward to on the weekend Mm -hmm. or, you know, but you want to have something that gives you that energy and just replenishes you. Yeah. So I'm going to share a little bit about my journey with finding purpose because I think that there may be a subset of people who can relate because I am the type of person that will find a hobby or an activity and really throw myself into it (laughs) for a good while. (laughs) Yeah. Examples. I got really into baking bread for a while, um, pre-pandemic, pre it being completely popular to bake bread. But I was making artisan breads probably from 2012 to 2014. Abandoned that after a while. Then I got really into knitting, and I really loved to knit. And I was making sweaters and hats and scarves (laughs) and all sorts of things and did that for a couple of years. And then I got really into running, and I was running all these races. And and I think um, the reason I'm saying all these things is not to to highlight all of my talents, which I can assure (laughs) you I was never good at any of those three things, but I did enjoy them, and they did make me feel fulfilled is that it it can change and it can change quickly. And I think that's okay to have a hobby that you can throw yourself into for a while. And then if it becomes something that's less enjoyable, you can find something else too. Right. Um, But one thing I will commend myself for is that I am never afraid to try something new. And so the tip that's coming out of this conversation... Love it. Love the direction. ...is to... Not be afraid to take something you've never done before and experiment with it and see if that might be the thing that you're looking for to give you that sense of purpose. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I love that you share that because, yes, and again, I think that goes back to the beginning where you say there's transitions, right? There can be life transitions that changes your sense of purpose, but also interest, So if you have an interest of, you know, knitting like you had or whatever, and then you got all your fulfillment and then you found something else that you could do, like, that's totally normal. And I think that gives an essence of um, growth and just more experimentation and understanding that you have these opportunities. You know, you're not stuck. If you feel like you don't have a purpose or something that brings enjoyment, like, you, you still have a chance. There's something that you can find. And depending on your stage of life and your interest at the time and what's available, I mean, the sky's the limit. A hundred percent. So one last thing I wanted to do, Candy, this yes. is a surprise for you. Oh. I thought what we could do is talk through um, pretending like almost like a health coaching type thing where you and yeah. I would chat and we could pretend you were somebody who was trying to find your purpose and okay. maybe I could ask you questions and we yeah. could kind of see like what it might look like in your mental um, field in order to try to find purpose. So I love this. Candy, I first yes. wanted to let you know that you are equally as good at making people feel really good and Aww. you have a variety <laughs> of really interesting experiences and you have a really strong support system from family and friends and community that you're involved with that I think has made you, um, you have a very comforting, calm, confident presence around people. And I think that I always enjoy talking to you. I get really excited when you're in the office, which is not as <laughs> which often. Which isn't as often. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I get so excited when I see your face walk in. And so um, for you, you know, what do you think your strengths are? I definitely have, um, I think communication is a good skill that I have. 
and not necessarily like finding the right words all the time, but I do have the ability to kind of make people feel at ease. You know, I I feel I feel comfortable being able to talk to the CEO of the company as well as, you know, the support staff and be able to translate information between people well. Um, that's something that I think just because of my variety of life experiences, um, I like to be able to meet people where they are. I, I don't like anyone to feel like they can't have a conversation or be out of touch. Like I just, everyone is unique and special. And if you communicate in the way that they need to be communicated to, I mean, you you can get so far. And I've seen the benefits of that. And I've also seen the drawbacks mm-hmm. of, you know, when people aren't able to communicate effectively. So that's something that I, I work towards. I, I worked hard to do. Um, and now it comes, you know, naturally. And so I enjoy communicating with people and just I can see that yeah. 100%. Yeah. And then what do you feel like brings you passion and purpose? Like, what are you passionate about? Man. Well, I have a mix of passions. I'm very um, passionate about family, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Or just, you know, keeping connections. Mm-hmm. Um and then kind of like my hobbies, I love music. Mm-hmm. I just, I oh. love music so much. And I grew up playing the piano and singing. And I love music. And I love the connection that music can give people, too. Ooh. Yeah. How do you think you could use music and oh, your your communication skills and communication with connection skills to bring more purpose into your life. Right. What would that look like? What would that look like? Well, um, oh, you know what? I kind of combined the two at one point. And I haven't thought about this in a long time, but when I was a teenager, I worked in a nursing home for a while. Uh huh. And a lot of the residents there loved and reacted to music even if they were nonverbal yeah, or so powerful yeah and it was something that just made them smile and it made like I could share that with them and I will forever remember this time when they had a little chapel in this nursing home and there are a lot of people that like to come in um, that were you know religious and love church music and so I sat down at the piano and played I let them request some hymns oh, and yeah, and played some songs and stuff for them. And this guy, he couldn't sing, but he whistled. Oh. And he would, like, whistle along. And it was just, like, a connection. So I got yes, that Yes, and a connection you wouldn't usually have, no. right? Like, no. Oh, that's so awesome. No. So just our little conversation here at least reminded me of that. And that's something that I would probably love to do. Like, just go, you know, like... Call up what one a other. way to give back. Yeah. And I enjoy it. I right. enjoy it. So you still get that people connection and stuff. So 
thank you, Kim, for asking me. Actually, I know, what that's a little something. Thing. Yeah, and I <laughs> I can do that. I know, and it's <laughs> it is fun. So this was just a short little snippet of what maybe a health coaching would look like, and yeah. um, you know, we do offer health coaching throughout apartment, and it's not all just about like how to help you not eat bread between now and New Year's. It's <laughs> you know about any kind of goal that you have for yourself, or a way that we can help with your sleep or your emotional well being, and. And, you know, we are not counselors, but we are right. really great at helping people, you know, set and achieve goals, which I think is so important. Yeah. Um, but just as an example here, like a conversation you could have with a health coach or a counselor or even just like a loved one or a friend. And, um, you know, you could help each other out figuring yeah. out what you're passionate about. And then having these conversations sometimes does spur memories of mm-hmm. things you've done in the past and maybe could incorporate again that maybe you've even forgotten about just in busy day-to-day life. Yes, I completely forgot about that. I'm so glad that you brought that up, and especially around the holidays. I know, that would you be know, such a great idea. Dust off that keyboard. I got it, yeah. <laughs> Wiggle my fingers Do and get finger back stretches. at it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I think, you know, just recapping what we chatted about, a lot of this is going to be about introspection, thinking mm-hmm. about your strengths, things you can capitalize on, um, what you're passionate about, what you're willing to try, and how you are, can feasibly in, interact or incorporate things into your daily life to help you find more purpose and and uh, fulfillment as you go through your day-to-day. Love it. Yeah. Great topic. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed this. And if you have any questions or comments, you can always email us at sawellness at stalfonsis.org or drop us a comment in the comments section. Um, And I hope that you have a lovely, fulfilled, purpose-driven holiday season. And please contact us if you need anything. We are here for you. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of St. Alphonsus Wellcast, brought to you by St. Alphonsus Corporate Health and Wellbeing and the St. Alphonsus Foundation. Always be sure to catch new episodes by subscribing to us through all major podcast platforms, including Apple, Google, and Spotify. We hope you'll tune in again. Until then, be well.